my first boyfriend was in year two. <laughs> and um, it's actually a really lovely story. Mate, you started so St- young. Started early, yeah, a player from a young age. But um, You haven't changed one bit as well. <laughs> Hey, I'm Elle Devine and you're listening to Growing Pains. So I'll just tell you a bit about what this is. I'm a singer-songwriter. My main inspiration when it comes to songwriting are my experiences navigating through adolescence. So I decided it would be a cool idea to invite friends, family and just generally cool people to the recording studio and chat about their own coming-of-age stories. Today I'm with one of my best friends, Chloe Hughes, who also just happens to be a total creative goddess. A couple of years ago, she created her own website called Baby Okay, which is an amazing community for young women to talk about sexual and mental health and basically all things awkward. And these days, she's directing music videos and doing creative direction on videos for Dua Lipa, Khalid, Calvin Harris, the list goes on. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> yeah, so I thought to break the ice, I wanted to see a photo of you when you were an awkward teen. I've got one. If you've got one with you, that would be great. I've brought one with me. So this picture I've got here, I think I was... I'm going to say about 13 years old. Um, You look 13 going on like (laughs) 20 though. You look good. I looked really old, like straight out the womb. I'm at a bus stop on the way to a party. 13? Yeah. You started young. Started, started raving from a young age. And I have dip-dyed hair. I shaved half the side of my head with a leg Undercut. razor. Love that. Because someone outside McDonald's said it would be a good idea. So I did <laughs> it. Um, I had no eyebrows. And Let me see. You got good back. Okay, yeah, maybe they are. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of over-tweezing. And yeah, and I had a braid as well. So, you know... I feel like Height you were of cool. fashion. I feel like you were pretty cool. If you were at parties at 13, you were definitely cool. Who who was that person in the photo? Oh, uh, I was... So when I was about... Between the ages of 13 and 15, I was an absolute wild child. Like, I was absolute trouble. I used to just go out all the time. Did you get told off by your parents a lot then? Yeah, it was an absolute nightmare. Me and my mum had a bit of a clashing at that time, but now we're like BFFs, but... Yeah, I think you have to sort of go through those sort of like naughty phases to sort of grow up a bit. I'm sort of glad that I did that while I was younger because now I feel like I'm like much more like ground and I don't just like <laughs> go out and disappear for three days, you know? True, true. I like never went through. I like, well, I did. I mean, I went to house parties, but I definitely wasn't like 13 going out at bus stops, <laughs> drinking at bus stops. But what was your drink of choice when you were that age then? Uh, a little WKD. Oh, no, yeah, actually, classic. don't promote drinking underage. But um, <laughs> I feel like I grew up like in the countryside, so that's all we right. did. We used to just like go to, there was like no clubs, there's no bars, like you couldn't like sneak into anything. Like you just like used to go to people's fields and like camp. Yeah, that's a thing, isn't it? I never did that. I don't know why, but I guess, I don't know. My sister did that though. They would just like go to fields and get what's called Lambrini. A little bit of Lambrini, yeah. Yeah. Lambrini, yeah. <laughs> like one pound for like a litre of lambrini <laughs> or something yeah and they'd go in fields and get drunk but like I feel like I really missed out on that like, oh, you like after this we should go to a field and <laughs> she just go to a field with a couple of Smirnoff ice would be lovely <laughs> <laughs> yeah um any embarrassing moments from that age oh my god so many embarrassing moments I mean as I just mentioned I shaved half my head off that was not a good a good shout at all what else did I did? I ran away to Wales once to tr- try and be with a boy that I thought I loved. <laughs> Tell me, expand on that story, please. I don't. So, um, h- h- wait, how old were you when you ran away to Wales? I think I was about 
15 and um, I met a boy also outside McDonald's. You know, that Can we was... name drop him or we not? No, we can <laughs> In case he's listening. Okay, we'll give him a fake name. He's called Fred. Oh, so me and Fred, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, just got on quite well and then I just decided, oh, I just want to live How did you meet him? At 15, how do you meet outside boys? Outside McDonald's. Outside, was he the boy that told you to shave your hair? Different boy, oh, different boy. Oh my boy. god, okay, different boy, <laughs> no, different story. Ev- every time. single day after school, me and my friends used to go to McDonald's and like just sit in McDonald's. We didn't even eat, just like sit in McDonald's for hours and just like see who came in and feel that. You know, that's how you'd meet everyone. At McDonald's? Yeah, at McDonald's. Okay, that's cool. So wait, you <laughs> ran away at Wales, explain the story. Yeah, so I told, oh god, it's really naughty this, my mum my hears this. Um, <laughs> I told my mum I was staying at my friend's house and I um, I got a bus, got a two hour bus to um, to Wales to go be... How, so tell everyone where you're from because I feel like yeah. I, don't, I don't even know, I don't know how far away you were from Wales so in my head I'm like so I grew up in Cheshire which is like between like Liverpool Manchester um and there's like a little town you know you sort of knew everyone there mm-hmm. and so Wales about there was North Wales which was about like 40 minutes and then like Wales Wales which was like two hours but okay yeah. so you went to North Wales met this boy yeah and then what happened? Just like ran was it, away. Was it love? Are you still with them now? No. <laughs> I wish. No, I don't. Um, no, I went and then I stayed there for like a day and then, oh, this is awful. And then my mum called me and I was like petrified to answer the phone. And you know that ringtone that's like, no, 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 no. And that was like playing and it woke me up and it still gives me like chills to this day. <laughs> PTSD. <laughs> yeah, literally PTSD. And um, I like answered it and uh, my mum was like, oh, I'm like in the area, I'll come pick you up from your friend's house. And I obviously wasn't there. So oh, I was no, like, oh classic. my goodness. And I was like, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. I'll get the bus, I'll get the bus. And then she's like, no, it's fine. So she went to the house and then the my friend's mum was like, Chloe's never stayed. <laughs> so um, so I, your mum found out about it? I thought you said she didn't. Well, no. And then I had to pretend that my boyfriend's dad was her dad. Classic. And put, put, put him on the phone and then... Oh, wait, the know. boyfriend's dad. I feel like that's such a thing. Like, we would always get our, like, boyfriends to, like, yeah. go on the phone and be like, pretend to be the dad. <laughs> pretend to be the dad. And yeah. put on, like, a proper macho <laughs> voice. And our parents would just be like, this isn't Yeah. Much. And then I managed... Then I just, like, got a bus home and my mum picked me up from the train station. She still doesn't believe me today. Actually, over that's Christmas, so she asked funny. me. She was like, what happened that time? And I was like, oh, I don't know. It's amazing. I love that. <laughs> I take it that wasn't like your first boyfriend then was it no. or was it my first boyfriend was in year two <laughs> and oh. um it's actually a really lovely story mate you started so St- young. started early yeah a pl- player from a young age but um, you haven't changed one bit as well <laughs> <laughs> but um it was valentine's day in year two and i remember it very very clearly and there was one boy got me a i remember it so well he got me a valentine's day card with a like a glittery devil on it that says your heart which is mum obviously bought oh my it, god so you know. yeah too that's a bit cheeky for yeah too <laughs> and a little teddy bear that was carrying some jelly beans and he was like yo chloe like really fancy you and i was like oh so yo nice. chloe yeah really fancy is that how it went down yeah and it was like excuse me <laughs> and um then another boy who his name was jack came came over and was like i've actually like really liked you since like nursery and i like thought the other guy <laughs> no way. yeah so i was like oh the other guy's like well better and then i ignored the guy that gave me the jelly beans how mean oh, do you regret that to this day oh, probably Can yeah but the then me, me and me and the other guy went to um 
was that a theme park? Not Thought Park. It was like one of those. Chessington. Uh, Wait, no, that's I don't even know what it was called. Can't remember what it's called, but it was like a little amusement park. Mm-hmm. And um, on the way back home on the coach, I had a, like a really big gobstopper and I was like trying to get through all the colours and my tongue started to bleed. So he gave me some pineapple juice to, you know, sort of soften the bleeding. And I thought that pineapple was Pineapple juice. I swear pineapple love. juice is like the one thing that like everyone's like subtly allergic to and that makes your tongue like peel. Oh, yeah, but that's all, all the poor boy had on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's kind of that's romance. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. so too. that was true love to that's me. That's so cute. And then when was your first kiss? My first kiss, actually, my first kiss was. I don't know if I could say it's late, but my first kiss was in either year seven or year eight, and it was at a school right. disco. What was it like? Just a little peck, or was it? Oh no, it was full f- tongue, full, full, full tongueage. I don't think it was full tongueage, but it was definitely you know a little bit of a smooch. That's um, cool. Yeah, and I, I remember so clearly in year seven, like a guy like kissed this girl on like her forehead, and it was like the talk of the town like, all day. And I was so jealous. I was like, mm. that's a bit cringe that like, kiss on the forehead. <laughs> I know, but I was like, that, that was like the ultimate gossip at the time. <laughs> that's cute. So first kiss, yeah. Eight. I think my first. I think mine was no, mine was in year seven. My first kiss was around the back of story carpets at the Silver Link. For anyone from Newcastle <laughs> was listening, if you, yeah, it was. It wasn't good. Was it romantic? Was it romantic behind the back? Like, <laughs> it was literally in, like, the staff exit of story carpets. <laughs> no, it wasn't romantic. It was horrible. Um, but, you know, you've got to get those things out of the way sometimes, I feel exactly. like. Well, that, I feel like that's what we thought anyway, that we need to get everything out of the way. Mm, yeah, 100%. Did you feel, like, pressure to, like, be kissing loads of boys and, like, doing stuff at, like... If you were going to parties when you were 13, I, defi- I definitely felt, like... Oh, I can't be the last one to like no, snog. No, definitely. And I feel like my, like, like in my year at school, there was definitely like a larger group of friends and there was like a smaller group of us that were like really like crazy and we were like going out, like, you know, we were like friends with a lot of older people. And then there was like some my other group of friends that weren't really into that. And I know that they like felt a lot of pressure. They were like, oh, we're, like we've got to like go out and like do all this stuff. Mm. And it's crazy that people like think that because like when you're like 16 and you're not like, you know, dumb bits, you feel like so awkward, but like- I know. There's time guys, there's time. <laughs> I know totally, but you don't believe that when you're younger. No, I you- try to tell like all my like younger members of the family, like don't do Yeah, that. don't rush it man. Cause when I see people now that are like 14 and they're like going out, I'm like, oh my God, you're so yeah. young. I like, mean, I, I didn't do it as bad. So I feel like I'm kind of just starting like, yeah. to be like, oh, I actually like going out clubbing and dancing yeah. and being with my mates. But it's all, I think it's like, you know, all about being with the right people and like- Oh yeah, safe environment. Safe environments, <laughs> guys. <laughs> Did you have any like, like really awkward sexual mishaps when you're growing up. I'm sure there's absolutely loads. One t- the one time was actually to continue on this whale story. In the morning I woke up and I didn't didn't feel too good. Gave him a kiss goodbye and just threw up all over him. No. That, that was an exquisite Proper moment. Proper mean girl style. So yeah, so really. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh no. God, what can I even think of? There must be so many. Now my mind's gone blank. Well, no, it's like, I mean, I just asked because, like, you started Baby Okay, and I feel like the whole centre point around that is, like, you know, kind awkward of... Awkward moments, yeah. Awkward moments and having, like, no shame in that. Because, like, if you knew, like, every, I've, I guarantee you, every one of my friends has got, like, an awkward sex mishap. And, yeah, I just wondered is that why you made baby okay is because of that well could you actually tell people a bit about baby okay yeah baby okay is like a little ongoing project of mine that i started a few years ago um basically the reason that i sort of started it is like i was like 
I was sort of lucky enough to sort of have like quite a good friendship group while I was at school, but I also still felt like in my own mind, like quite isolated. Yeah. But me and my friends like were quite like open about like talking about like stuff and like always chatting. And I sort of like looked at it from a point of view, like imagine if you weren't having these conversations, like imagine if you were growing up and you literally had no one and you didn't you didn't know any of this stuff and then there is people out there that exactly and then yeah. these things are happening and you're just like oh my god am i like is this normal and i just thought it'd be really interesting because like so many times as well like when i was younger i'd like google like is this normal like am i dying <laughs> and it would be like yahoo answers and it'd be like sharon 45 and like Milton you are Keynes. dying <laughs> yeah and i'd be like yes you are like you're pregnant and you're gonna have eight children like tomorrow so <laughs> I just, like, wanted to do that and just, like, wanted to sort of just, like, make it, like, a cool... Cool as much as it can be, but, like... No, it totally is cool. Like, a, like a really, like, visually, like, fun place to go to, like, find information yeah. that's, like, friendly and not too scientific and just, like, talking to your mate sort of thing. That's how I, like, found out about you and how we started working together was from Baby OK, but also it's just I'd never really seen anything like it where it was kind of, like all the stuff behind like sex education at school and like the stuff that actually goes on that we need to talk yeah, about like 100%. like you know the the grosser part of getting your period like queefing is even <laughs> on there like we need to talk about this shit you know i mean like i mean there's so many embarrassing things that we i think even we keep from our friends as well mm-hmm. and i mean you even talk about that like navigating toxic relationships and friendship groups and dealing with bitchiness which i think like both yeah. of us probably still deal oh, with still all the time. to this day exactly did you did it ever give you any like self-realizations when you were talking about you know like about mental health and stuff and other girls experiences with mental health did you did it ever make you be like oh yeah I've learned this about myself actually yeah definitely I think I basically I've had like a lot of struggles with like mental health like growing up and I feel like as I said like I feel like I grew up very early like I felt like I was like 40 by the time I was like 16 so I've always sort of like wise beyond you (laughs) I've always sort of like felt like I can sort of like I mean I don't know if it's good or not but I've always been that type of person like gives like advice to people and then I felt like when I started Baby OK and started doing that and started, like, writing more about, like, my own, like, struggles and, like, what I'd been through, trying to, like, trying to, like, see if that could, like, help people. Not necessarily being, like, this is what you should do, but seeing, like, I've been in the, this position, it's normal if you are as well. And then I started getting, like, a lot of messages from people, like, some quite, like, dark messages, and it sort of just, like, made me think, like, wow, like... I'm like acting as this like sort of like person yeah. that's like meant that people are like putting their trust in. So I started like doing a lot of like research and I started going on a couple of like psychology courses and talks and stuff like that. I'm just trying to like inform myself more of like, yeah. so like how I can actually like, you know, actually like do something and like do some good. How did you do transition from that into music industry? I mean, like, were you into music growing up and stuff? Well, actually, very funny enough, when I was probably about 13, I was a wedding singer. <laughs> and I used no to, way. Yeah, I used to play my little guitar, a little bit of Ed Sheeran A-team. I knew that, actually. <laughs> no, I knew you did post some stuff online, right? And, um, yeah, YouTube sensation. <laughs> no, I really wasn't. I wasn't very good, but I just thought, like, you know, this will be fun. So I was always really into music, and then I remember really clearly me and my mum sitting in Morrison's Cafe, and she's been like, you know, it's just a hobby, babe. Like, give it up. Little did so, she know. Yeah, <laughs> little did she know. So, yeah then I sort of just started getting into more art and um and just like was really into drawing and painting and sculpture and then 
when I got my art foundation, I started getting really into like illustration and drawing. So I felt like it was a really good way to sort of like mm-hmm. communicate my ideas. And then I was actually um, covering for my boyfriend at the time, I was covering for his dad for to be a secretary at the, his company. And I didn't have really have any work to do other than answer the phone. So I just started like drawing, um, drawing people. And I was doing that. And then you found, you found me and you asked me to do one. And then I did. I, yeah, that was, that was cute. Yeah. yeah. And then, well, I mean, I, I, at the time I was just about to release my first single called School Girls, which was like all about kind of like navigating toxic relationships and with like friendships and stuff and bitchiness. And um, yeah, my friend Hebe had showed me well, I, I knew Chloe through my friend Hebe and I saw her website, Baby Okay, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. It's like, actually fits with the lyrics and it also looks cool as fuck. <laughs> then we started working together and yeah. That's the rest fun. is history. When you were growing up, what was the, what was like a song that you had on repeat that kind of like stuck with you? I mean, I was obsessed with Avril Lavigne. Avril yeah. Lavigne was like the soundtrack of my life. I love what that. Girls it? with guitars. Totally. <laughs> what was that really sad one? Like, it's a damn cold, cold night. night. That one. So I was like, we'd sit in my room and be like, like, I still relate with that. It's always a damn cold night trying to figure Definitely. out this one. It's a damn cold night. When was like the moment that you thought, oh shit, I'm an adult? Hmm. Or have you not had that yet? No, I've definitely <laughs> had that. Especially, I feel like this this last like year and a half, I've done like so much growing up. I feel like the when I found out like I'm an adult is like when you realize you there's no more excuses. Like you have you can't totally. make any excuses anymore. Like you can't be Mom's like oh, not like bail you out. Yeah, like. exactly. You can't be like oh, I'm ill. I'm not gonna go to work or like oh, I didn't mean it. Like I'm only twelve. Like you like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like your actions have consequences and like that's that. Like not everyone's gonna like forgive you if you like mess up and like that's what some sort of realization I've had. And I feel like in this last. This last six months, I've done so much growing up. I just had to look at myself and been like, come on, like... Yeah. You've smashed it, though. Uh-uh. Like, I always think... Like, I look at you and I think, how, you're so young and you work so hard. Uh-uh. Like, I, I, I'm, I always look at you and think, fuck, you, like, have a proper, proper job. Like, it's mad. And you're and, and I feel like you're, like, just the same as me. It's so weird. And you got a proper job, too. I mean, you know, not really. I just sit on the sofa and hum. And then, like, a few months later, the song comes out. But yeah, you actually are like, you're like up all night. And I always wonder like, does that have like an effect on your mental health? I don't know really. I feel like I've, that's just what I've always done. Like I remember my art teacher like sitting down with me when I was young and being like, he like showed me my work and he was like, there was like a university I wanted to get into. And he was like, if you want to go there, like all your friends are going to be going out and you're going to be doing this. Like if you want to like do this, you're just going to have to work all the time. And I think that was sort of like distilled into me into an early age of just like... You, if how you, young How young were you when you like had that kind of like, mindset? Probably like, like 15. Really? Like then I was just like, oh. Was that, how was that on you then? Like when all your mates were going out and you were kind of like this oh, it's, weird creative girl yeah. who wanted to do creative things? I mean, it's 
I don't know. I wouldn't really recommend it because, like, I, like, shut... Like, especially when I was in school when I was in, like, sixth form, I completely shut myself out. Like, I was just in the art room, like, 24-7. Like, would come in... Like, I would, like, miss registration. I'd miss assembly. Like, I'd go straight yeah. in and I'd just be there just from work. 8, eight o'clock in the morning to, like, 7 o'clock at night, like, wow. you know, until the school closed. And, like... Chloe, I, you need a day off. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that's just what you've got to do. Like, if, you, if you're really passionate about something and, like... You just got to put the hours in, you know? But it's definitely important to give yourself breaks. And that's something I think I'm, like, learning to do at the moment is to take some time away to, like, make sure that you, like, are checked with yourself and make sure you are, like, a person outside of, like, yeah. what you do. But it is hard if you, like, love your job so much, you know? No, totally. I feel that. What would you tell that girl? Like, now knowing everything that you know and... I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that you have it all figured out. I don't think any... I don't have it figured <laughs> out either, but if you could go back and tell your younger self a note to self a note to self I think I would say you do figure yourself out and I feel like some days you like wake up and you're like this is it like nothing is ever going to be good in the world like everything is awful like you just have to like sit back and like check yourself and just be like no it's going to get better and like navigating how to get out of those like bad situations like knowing like what to do and like learning like what's good for you and what's good for your mind to like get yourself away from that like whether it's like going and going for a walk or like you know Mm -hmm. going to see a friend or something I think that's like that's what I think I tell myself my younger people is just like do things like for your own happiness like even if you think that like other things are more important like you and your happiness is the most important thing yeah absolutely yeah that's what I'd say to you know little little cocoa butter huns amazing Thank you so much, everyone, to listen to Growing Pains with me, El Divine, and my guest today, Chloe Hughes. And a special thanks to Levi for giving us their studio. Tune in next time for some more Growing Pains. Hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow me on Spotify, or wherever you find your favourite shows to be updated with each new episode.